everybody, Bamps here. Uh, Oz, our normal sound guy, who I love for all of the work that he does, had some traveling stuff that he was doing, so it's me that was doing the editing this week. Things might be a little bit different than what you have grown accustomed to, but uh, nonetheless, I hope you enjoy. Do you guys take the same car that you took earlier, or do you take a different car? We're taking the Russian's car. Oh, okay. Art needs to listen to some hard bass, and you never want to take the same vehicle to the same location twice. Jimmy's driving? Sure. In a recently acquired vehicle that once belonged to a group of Russians, a singular Russian and a Jimmy drive back to the inn that they were at just earlier this evening. Do you guys have anything you want to talk about in the car, or you just want to cut right to there? Art is going to remain silent for a couple minutes until like they're well on the road. And then while still looking out the passenger window, he will say, I think I have decided what Coco's punishment will be for this. Okay. Share to care or, or care to share or care to care. Yes. I like that both ways. Here's my thought. I believe you would agree with me when I say that Coco has never wanted for anything in her life. Sounds about right. As such, she has never had to work for anything like you or I have had to. Mm -hmm. So I suppose I am going to change that. One of the reasons why I wanted to go back to this place before anything got taken away is that uh, Mr. Carthright had a life, and it is taken from him. And so this cruel existence that he suffered will be Coco's for a time, until she learns that when she takes a life, she takes everything it is attached to, for good or for ill. So she will become Silas Carthright for a couple of months. She will attend his job drive his car, live in his apartment. I have all of this data. I will change the, the records so that her face is of Silas Cartwright. And she will understand what it means to be the absolute bottom of the mortal barrel. And hopefully, that will give her an insight on how the world should work and why we take the steps that we do not to step over the line. Also, I'm going to cancel all of her accounts and credit cards. <laughs> all right. That is uh, cruel and unusual. I love it. It will be difficult, but it is necessary. So does uh, do we does Silas live with his parents? I do not believe so. If If he did, this would not work. In which case, I could just find a little... Um, there is a uh, low-income apartment complex I know about. I can have a room cleared out for her there. Plus, we have people nearby to keep an eye on her, but that is um, that would be the intent, is to tell her family that she's off for a few months, somebody has tried to steal her identity, take the phone, shut it down, take the accounts, shut them down, lock her out of everything. She is going on holiday as manager of the vault. We'll take that over directly. The cleaning service, I already run that. The 
groundskeeping service, the grill operation, or whatever it is, I'm taking care of that. And every time she acts out, we add another week to the sentence. So what you're saying is she's living there forever? Perhaps. Forever is a long time. Yeah, and she makes lots of mistakes. Indeed. But time is something that is on our side, is it not? Yeah. Oh, and I have a police friend and other friends in the police department. Maybe I'll put out a bulletin that she's wanted for questioning. Yeah, no, her father is a judge. That may not be the best idea. I'll think of something. Frankly, given the choice between this and doing and, and taking the actual punishment that the Camarilla or even the rest of the barons would issue for wantonly killing somebody in front of everybody else. I hope she will see the wisdom. If not, it will be a very difficult lesson. It wasn't exactly in front of everyone. Just Summer? No, we had Summer pull up the car while we threw the body in. So in front of you? Uh, yeah, sort of. I kept my distance because I thought she was getting intel. And then I realized too late that she was killing him. Well, I... I am proud of your restraint and of your subtle and effective handling of the situation. It was very baronial. Thank you. I have been trying a little bit more than usual. Yeah, it is good. It is very good. Tell me what else you saw at this place. Um... Coco mentioned that she saw somebody looking out of room 64, but no one came out. We waited, I think, about 15 minutes for someone to come out and check on the car. No one came out. Um, Can you tell me about the car itself, aside that it was a taxi? It was exactly as you described it, same make, model, color. Uh, it was a giant mess inside. Tried to grab the important things, throw them in the bag, and then found the flare gun underneath the seat. Didn't check the trunk. Probably should have done that. I am surprised the car was not booby-trapped. But that is not precisely something that uh, I could tell you about, you know? It's something that I should have done myself. But I am still appreciative that you did it. Well, if we knew for certain they were in number 64, I was just going to knock on the door and just steal the keys, but I wasn't sure if they were in Unit 64. Yes, and if they were in Unit 64, it, it would like be seen in Beverly Hills Cop when Axel Foley walks into a warehouse and he's surrounded by people with guns and he's just sitting there very cheering everything. I don't think that would work for you because you did not have Judge Reinhold and the other guy playing backup with the Los Angeles Police Department. I mean, I had a similar thing earlier this week with the Russians. Yes, and we see where that got you with the Russians. Uh, These vampire hunters, they have the true faith. They have water that may actually burn. They had a flare gun. They may have fire. They may understand how this works now. Right. Good point. 
we will have to use all of our wiles as creatures of the night in order to catch them. But I suppose we will take this one step at a time and see how our plans will change based on the things that you have found and the things that we will find here. Yeah. Because like you said, we got time. Yet we do. As time passes and you guys arrive at the inn, give me, I guess, just with some awareness rolls as you pull up outside. First thing you notice, Jamie, is that the car that you broke into is not here. Parking spot is empty. The glass that you smashed is still laying on the outside. Any of it that fell out, it's gone. The rest of the parking lot looks more or less the same, but it's hard to say whether or not anybody actually noticed or cared because it is kind of late at night. Art, looking around, what kind of details from a first time here would you like to know? Thinking like a spook camera placement, whether or not those sight lines are by the car space that got pulled out. Cameras are where you would expect to find them. They seem to cover most of the parking lot and general just outside of the grounds. They don't seem like they really cover area beyond what would be property lines. Something about laws and spying on neighbors and that kind of stuff is just a real headache to deal with. But you don't see anything out of the ordinary, which... Either they haven't been here long, they didn't plan on staying here long enough, or if they were going to mess with the cameras, it would have been done digitally instead of moving them in some way. Right. So that that would be something that they're, that Pine Size would do. Yeah, something that might be on the computer that you have at the home base. Next thing would be... How many other cars are in this parking lot? Only a few. If you okay, so this this place is not well used. No, uh, it's a chain set of little cheap inns that, right now at this time of year, there's little to no tourist anything anywhere in the city to begin with. But even now, it's not like people would be passing through on their way up for an event in one of the other bigger, more touristy cities, or on their way down to like the beach or anything. Okay. So the glass is there. Is there anything else, like any boot scuff marks, any evidence like somebody might have been dragged, something like torn fibers, like something ran across the glass and got shredded, anything anything like that? He's trying to see just how fast that people were moving to this car, and maybe, if he can, from what direction. It's like, is there footprints through the the dirt uh that's you know the little area in front of the curb or anything like that someone stepping dog shit nearby gross are you employing any way to improve your ability to see at night are you busting out a flashlight are you yeah let's bust out a flashlight looking around with your flashlight just kind of needle in a haystack out here. Uh, Jimmy, are you doing anything while Art's doing whatever he's doing? Jimmy's keeping a lookout for anyone suspicious. 
Well, there's this suspicious Russian guy over there that's, I guess, not exactly hiding what he's up to. <laughs> nah, he's fine. Okay. I don't think out here in the parking lot you find anything that is exciting or interesting as far as blood dropped anywhere or anything like that. There's not a whole lot of gardening or landscaping features around here for people to track mud or anything like that. I don't think there's anything super exciting without like nailing a crit or anything like that to, to put it in, in your way. But this is just, you know, out in the parking lot. Sure. That all being said, he'll start wandering into the lobby itself. See what we've got there. Sure. Jim, are you going with you? Are you staying outside? Into the lobby? Yeah, sure. Walking inside. An immediate difference that Jimmy will notice is that the cash register is ajar and has had all of the bills taken out of it. Oh, somebody made it look like a robbery even more. All right, I'm going to let your your four hits roll over into here. You can see the mangled remains of the other side of the computer that is back at home base. Registers popped open forcefully and all of the money has been taken out of it. There's no signs of a struggle with Silas. Anything involving that was clearly him going willingly. It's a little lobby. It's got a desk that's got a couple of monitors on it that would be your CCTVs or other things that you would use in conjunction with the computer there's a keyboard there's the other peripherals around it down the one hallway it starts to lead to where some of the rooms are there's an elevator some stairs very nondescript and uninteresting unless you have clarifying questions from either of you since you guys have some time to look around so the CCTV setup that was hooked into the computer, that's what had the storage. So there's not like a DVD player or VCR or anything that's recording actual physical tape. Not here in the lobby. No, if you want to dig around and see if you can find a back room or something that might have. Yeah, he's going to dig for that. Sure. You have all the keys and this place, as far as the lobby and running it goes, is abandoned at the moment. The actual legitimate guests have probably not gotten up out of their beds or anything. Somebody may have gotten ice, but if they didn't come down to the lobby, they wouldn't even know anything's up. Popping into the office, there is a lot of what you would expect. Things are not organized. There are filing cabinets. There is a another TV in here that has a wires going in the wall towards where you just came from. There's a VCR with two tape decks in it that is here. There is a box of blank tapes that has 1 to 31 written on it. Seems like a monthly cycle of taping over tape. There's another computer in here with another setup for presumably whoever is doing the actual business work in here. What are you guys looking for in here? I mean, those tapes, great. So 
is the machine still running? Is there a tape in it? There's a tape still running in it. Uh, play it back. Take a look. You have the general idea of the time when they were here earlier. You have the general idea of what time it is now. The exact time of what it is now. So you can pretty quickly hone in on when they were here before and you see them come in, conversation, walking back out, you know, the guy Silas goes with them. A little bit of time will pass. Jimmy will come back in and go under the desk and just ravage that computer setup. The quality of the images that you have here is not great because this is a situation where these tapes have been taped over and taped over and taped over just over and over and over again. You may have digital software back at home base that you can use to help clean it up, but you know that it's Jimmy, you know that it's Coco, and you know that the other guy was Silas. Roughly 20 or so minutes after they see showing up like Jimmy is gone, about 20 minutes later, you're going to see a guy come around the corner just looking around, coming from the places where guests are staying, not coming in from outside. It's hard to make out what he's doing due to the quality of the tape and him being intentionally suspicious. But he's looking around. He clearly spots where the computer was messed with and then disappears for a little bit. You can then watch for a little while longer, a little bit more fast-forwarding. The tape squeals in protest. But a large trunk, the kind that one would carry around music or camera equipment in, something you're familiar with having set up the club now and the big things that speakers and other electronics are set up on, is wheeled out the front door by a shape that looks similar to the guy that was creeping around earlier, but he's got intentional head coverings on to obscure his identity. Following behind them is another male silhouette who's got a couple of bags, and I guess the two of you there can give me investigation roles as you're watching this, if you're both checking it out. Three, no crit. Just a one. What clarifying questions would you like to ask about the stuff that you guys are watching? So, how many people in total are there moving this equipment out? Looks like two. Okay. And is that bulk going to fit in the cab? It doesn't look like it would fit in the cab. Okay, so we're thinking second vehicle. Do we have camera coverage of the parking lot from the CCTV monitors? Not from this one. This one looks like it has just got the lobby. Home base computer may have some other stuff that you can dig through. Okay. This is a very old school, simple setup of just camera feeding to the monitor that is recording on VHS tapes instead of any kind of other like digital media. The kind of thing that has been here maybe since art was embraced. Could be. When do they come back in to hit the cash register? 
They come back in a couple of minutes later. They split. One of the guys stays here at the front desk, and he starts pulling out like a multi-tool or some other prying instrument from his pocket and starts going to work on the register. The other guy goes back to where they came. A couple of minutes later, he comes out with two backpacks, one over his shoulder and one he's just kind of carrying. And as he comes back into the lobby, the other guy that was here has cleaned out the the bills, stacks them up, is past the second backpack from the other guy that went back. He unzips it, throws the cash in there, and zips it back up. And then they leave and don't come back. And then they leave and don't come back. Okay. You, of course, have the times when this happens, because there's a little timer that runs in the corner here. Yeah. Art is going to hit stop on the recording. He's going to look for a box to pile all these tapes in. There's one conveniently right next to the... Good. He's also going to take the VCR, because who has those anymore? Or probably has like three, just in case, but... Just in case, but there's always a fourth. And he says, well, if room 64 was the correct one, let's go check it out. We'll do a quick listen. I have keys to get in. And uh, we will see what is inside. Sounds good. We'll drop this in the car along the way. Yes. Walking about into the lobby as the door closes, it changes just a bit, and the number 64 appears on it, and you guys are outside of the hotel door. You do not hear anything inside. Is there a gap between the door and the floor? There is a little bit of one, just as like normal doors are prone to have. Art reaches into a pocket. And he is going to pull out a uh, small box with a cable wrapped around it. And as he unwraps it, it is a cheap Chinese wire camera. Like the stuff that you would use to look under under doors. And it connects to his phone through a web app. These are great because I have one. And he's going to activate it, activate his app, turn the thing on turn the, the flashlights on there around it, and he's looking at the uh, at the app, points it at Jimmy, says, yes, say hello, Jimmy. Hello. And then he's going to very carefully sneak it under the door to take a look inside. The big thing he's going to look at is, is there any movement in there? If there isn't, he's going to open the door quietly. Give me just, I guess, another either investigation or awareness roll just to... One. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Do not detect any movement or signs of life in here. The lights are off. The room looks a mess, as one would expect a room to be that somebody had, first of all, left quickly. Second of all, not really cared about it because it's a shitty little motel room. Okay. So I think the last thing Art will do is he'll take the camera and he'll lean it up towards the door to see if the deadbolt is engaged or like that deadbolt wouldn't matter because he's got a key but that uh that thing that you put across the it's like the door the door lock the the latch thing so you can partially open it see if that's engaged on it the one time you roll a one on your investigation roll and i was like well that's not enough to watch to see the booby trap 
you actually go and look for the booby trap. Right. The little latch thing is not engaged because you can't really engage one and then leave. But you do notice that there is a small impromptu setup here where it looks like a little bit of high tension or high strength line that is attached to what looks like a taser that is duct taped to the wall. They left some kind of present, but on the off chance that it wasn't a horrible monster of the night, they didn't want to do anything super lethal. So Art's looking at it on the app. Shakes his head. I knew it. And he shows Jimmy. So this is definitely the room. They even booby-trapped the thing. So should we just smash the window and go through there instead? Well, I would like to go in through the window quietly. But we may have to bring it to get in. Or now that I know it is here, I can try and open the door slowly and reduce the tension on the wire so the trip the the trap is tri- is not tripped it is disarmed okay i'm going to take a few steps back while you do that just in case if uh something horrible does happen i can drag you out without me also getting whatever horrible thing that they have there uh, that is fair so jimmy takes a good 6 steps back uh, sure, if you want to go ahead and roll a a dex plus stealth. And I get to add my break-in specialty. Not a crit, but that is very good. Easily done to get in there. Even still using your app, you can see where you can reach your hand around to get detention or snip it or however you really want to disarm this thing. This 10-minute booby trap of just here you go. And you guys are in. Taking it off the wall is just a standard run-of-the-mill, viable most places, self-defense taser. This wouldn't have even done anything to us. Uh, I'm sorry I doubted you. No, 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 it's fine. It is It is healthy to, to be paranoid. It is healthy to be critical. Never apologize. I'm just surprised that for a team of hunters they use something like a taser. Yeah, they should have used a flare gun. <laughs> I am not sure they know all of the tricks, but that is a good one. Art is going to disconnect the battery on it, and he'll stash it. He's That's a trophy. He's going home with it. And then he'll use the flashlight and start looking around. Let's, the place has already been tossed. But let's see if they left anything behind. Uh, you want me in with you, or you want me to keep a uh, lookout? Um, keep a lookout. Will do. If anybody's coming, then we go out the window. Uh, I guess give me one more investigation roll there, Art. Jimmy's also going to make sure he's blush of life still, or do I have to rouse check for that? That lasts all night. Oh, okay. And you can take an extra die from... Jimmy's sort of assistance of everything that he's done up to this point of you know helping out. Okay, so that's six and another loose ten. Poor lonely tens tonight. I know. All right, walking around this room, it has been tossed 
in a non-professional manner. This is not somebody searching for stuff. This is people that knew stuff was here, knew where they put stuff, needed to get out quickly, so they needed to get all their stuff, get the fuck out. Also, something you both very quickly and easily are able to notice and smell is blood. More so than blood, you can smell Vitae. With the giant pile of successes that you have had here, I will say that you can also tell that it is not human blood you're smelling. It is something of a animal nature. Looking around, we'll start with the bedroom because it's the thing that's first in the in the door. Like technically the bathroom should have started, but it's the the big open thing. Single bed. There's a couple of things that have been obviously tossed and pulled out of the the drawers here. That. Hotel Bible has been tossed to the side. The little notes and things have been tossed to the side. You know, like they come with a little piece of paper, and here's a little thing that's got some of the local places you can order delivery from. Somebody went and they just pushed everything off the desk. Mattresses flipped up as though on their one side somebody was hiding some stuff. You have any clarifying questions about the bedroom? Any furniture missing? Two things. One, you will notice that the windows that you would be able to look out of from here would have been able to see where the car was parked. Mm-hmm. The chair for the desk that's in here, that little desk that's always a little hotel room that so just has a little light on it, is missing. Yeah, Art's putting two and two together. Okay. Next question would be, is there anything in and around the bed or the desk that was missed? Anything loose left? From the sound of it, what Art is looking at right now is that the band equipment is large enough for a body. Mm -hmm. The body was likely tied to a chair. He smells Vitae, so they were bleeding him. He smells animal blood, which means that they were feeding him vegan food. Or she. And that the room has been tossed like this is to also provide sound baffling so that other people are not going to raise too much of a stink if things get loud. Also, this is a cheap-ass place. Some of that stuff is... Is very accurate. You can easily see where the heavy case that the music stuff was, like that big rolling trunk. You can see where that was stashed in here prior to it being moved because there's little indents in the carpet and stuff. You can see some drag marks in here, and more importantly, perhaps than that, you can see little red specks in the carpet. And moving over to the bathroom, you can find. Well, not great things, but things that you're not exactly surprised at. In the bathtub, in particular, you find that chair that was missing. And next to it, you find a mess of what looks like aquarium equipment. Little water pumps that would go through filters, stuff like that long lengths of clear plastic tubing that are tinged red. You can see on the chair there is evidence of scratches from 
something rubbing against it more so than somebody scratching at it with their hands. As if somebody was strapped to the chair and then in the process of moving them around or the strapping buckles or chains or handcuffs messed up the chair. The shower in here has been recently run and that is pretty obvious with all of the water like still dripping down. There's still a little bit of the water just running down the sides of the walls in here. There is plastic quart cups like one would get soup from a Chinese restaurant in here that are just kind of knocked over and stat and piles on the ground. Some of them are stained. There are two long funnels that you would use for uh, changing your oil. The kind of thing that a sword swallower might use if they were trying to funnel things into their mouths. You can find in here in the wastebasket in the bathroom a bag that's got some butcher's paper in it and in there you'll actually find a receipt for a butcher in the city the kind of place that one might be able to buy some animal blood from so your theory about them bleeding vampires and feeding them animal blood and then pumping it out of them as vitae is probably very accurate as to who they were doing it to at this time, you don't find any real information about that, I don't think. Clarifying questions about the situation from either of you guys. I think Jimmy's going to be visibly upset when he realizes that there was a kindred in here being held. They left the aquarium equipment. The stuff that you could easily purchase from a store that would not raise any eyebrows. And then we've got the receipt for the butcher. Art has his tape recorder out. And he's basically, he's narrating this as he's going through. Goes in, the signs that the apartment is being used as an interrogation chamber. Um, Mattress looks like it's pressed against the wall to cover sound. They have clear sight lines on their vehicle chair is missing. Smells like blood, smells like Vitae. Bathroom contains paraphernalia suggesting that they are draining vampire dry of their Vitae. Butcher's paper, receipt, quart containers, and funnels suggests that that vampire is being force-fled animal blood in order to regenerate their strength. So they may be further bled for more Vitae. This suggests the vampire hunters are split on ulterior motives. Some are hunting for revenge. There is one hunter that looks like he is 20 years younger than his identification suggests. My theory is that he was a ghoul. This theory does bear some fruit if he is forcibly bleeding vampires in order to ingest Vitae in order to maintain his strength. He may have done this with other hunters as well. Threat level is escalating. Second car likely, probably white delivery van, will check security cameras 
potentially puts out the APV on the car. Broken the window. And I think the last thing that Art will do is he'll click the flashlight from visible light to UV and see how bad the blood spattering is. Oh, it's a mess. Yeah, that's what I figured. Art's been a vampire for a while. He's had more than his fair share of cleaning up messes or creating messes. Some of this has clearly been attempted to be cleaned up. Hence why they are doing this kind of thing in the shower, where it's easy to just turn on that water and let nature take its course as it just goes down the drain. But you can easily see a whole bunch of evidence of blood going down that drain, of blood on the walls in here. It's definitely a a crime scene that people will be very interested in looking into. Right. Which is why Art is going to do two things. First, Art is going to take out his phone. He's going to text Raven. Mm -hmm. And it is going to say, Hi, alert. They're draining licks of ghoul juice. Second text, force feeding them vegan. And the second thing he's going to do is he's going to call Calvin, who's working with Coco's cleaning service tonight, and we're going to make this go away. And he's going to burn the midnight oil in order to basically set up or reset up the computer system and fix the security system. So all it looks like is that Silas walked off the job and nothing happened here. How very interesting. I guess the last thing I want then is the awkward conversation as you guys drive back to the mall to pick up all of that stuff. And I'm going to assume that somewhere along the line, Art is going to make a copy of basically that entire hard drive. Yes, the entire thing. But, Jimmy, you had mentioned you looked visibly upset about the fact that there was a kindred here when you were here earlier. Yeah, he's upset. He's still keeping watch, though, but I'm sure you smelt the Vitae and and uh, whatnot. Is there any conversation that Art or Jimmy has about the the fact that there was a vampire here that is now in the wind? You couldn't have known. Yeah. But I knew they were here. I mean, we think there's, what, two here, probably? More than likely, there's two with at least uh, one other who is on backup. Everything here suggests that they have a cargo vehicle for carrying, probably rented. Easiest way to do that. The cab that you saw was innocuous. It is used for uh, stakeouts for intelligence gathering. When they're ready to do a snatch, they use the van, bring it in. They grab the person, throw them in, throw Molotovs, whatever. Burn place to ground. Take that person to one of these hotel rooms. They're experienced at this. They have been doing this for a while. That suggests that the man that died, the one that went after Sullivan, he was tired of not doing anything, of just bleeding them. He wanted to kill one, and he failed. And the rest of them are taking and potentially selling Vitae on the open market. That 
is interesting. That's some dark web shit that I'm going to have to look into. Hmm. Okay. It may also involve thin bloods. Yeah. I probably should have, uh, there's two in here. I'm pretty sure, uh, Coco and I could have taken them. Although if one was a ghoul, like you think that may have been a bit different. Once you broke the window, they were alerted. The only way this could have happened easily in our terms is if you covered that window and we sent police through the front door or something. Right. The problem with these hotels is that there's not a lot of lines of escape if you are locked in room. It's not the mistake they're going to make again. But they may not have an opportunity to do anything better. And we'll see what they pull off the computer, and then we'll track their movements directly through um, vehicle leases, through license plates. I have contacts in police force. I'm going to lean very heavily on it. We're just going to go ahead and say that there's a kidnapping. And the uh, traffickers are using these vehicles. So, big white vans don't uh, get candy from strangers? No candy from strangers? Ah! I will record episode, and I will get podcast listeners to do my surveillance for me. Eh, that's useful. It can be. I love everything about that idea. I know. I know. I'm just like, oh shit, all he's got to do is just write this, recite this crank conspiracy, and he's going to get so many hits. And with that bombshell, let's call it for the night. And he's going to activate it, activate his app, turn the thing on, turn the, the flashlights on there around it. And he's looking at the uh, at the app, points it at Jimmy, says, yes, say hello, Jimmy. Hello. And then he's going to very carefully sneak it under the door to take a look inside. You know, I was really kind of just curious, so I did a quick Googling. And you can get them for like 20 bucks. Yeah, I, I literally have one. And it cost me $20. Kind of cool. Cool. Um, things I didn't know I wanted, but maybe next spy year. Spy shit, man. Spy shit. Uh, maybe next year's Secret Santa would be spy shit. Uh, there we go.